This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Oh, there it is. Oh, Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are playing the intros live while we record, which we haven't done that in a while. Normally it's just in post, but it feels good. It's been a minute. Pumps us up. We Thank you for being here and listening to the show, whether you really want to or not. Um, we appreciate you giving us a chance, uh, listening, supporting us. Uh, please give us a rating or review anywhere you listen. Subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, things rolling into that. Workingclassbonehunter.com. We have shit for sale. Buy it or don't. We don't care. Um, but it helps us. And we have a Patreon I account. Did care a little bit. If you got extra money and you just want to give it to a bunch of dumb wage brains, we appreciate that as well. That's and right. we want to thank our partners. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Uh, Scent Crusher, Loophold, Thermosy, Victory Archery, Gator Outdoors, Elite Archery, Big Time, Old Barn Taxidermy, and Combination Creative. And right now, if you're wanting logo work done or anything like that, mention WCB and get 50, 50 bucks off a logo. $50. Um, thank you to get all you of our partners. We appreciate the hell out of you. And welcome to part two of Ross's Epic 2020. Um, again, thank you for being here. 
the support, the messages, the comments, everything means so much to us. It's cool to see a bunch of idiots like ourselves be up in the big boys of the podcast game and the outdoor industry. So thank you. You have done that for us. And we, we literally just can't thank you enough. Really appreciate it. And we love it. Yeah. So You're all the MVP. Um, yeah. We're, we've been pulling our own wagon and we appreciate you guys uh, jumping in the wagon and, and being a part of it. Uh, Ross, do you have a veteran shout out? I do. Uh, my uncle Joe Bigger uh, served in the military in Vietnam and uh, he's over there for a few years. And um, yeah, I just want to thank him for his services. Very cool. Thank you, thank Joe. You. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate he's a big it, buddy. time. He's a big time hunter. Uh, he's he's hunting basically the same same property I'm hunting. Does he love or hate you? I uh, he loves. He does love you. He's uh, yeah, gotta, he might say be, that. But, uh, I would think it's a love hate relationship. And that, if, and, if I, I mean, see my nephew shooting three two hundred inch, I'm like, shit. does he listen to the podcast? I don't think so. Does he know what a podcast? <laughs> he is? He appreciates it. He knows. Uh, he's seen the logo. He's seen the logo. That's about it. He likes the sign that Eric cut out and I put on the wall. We put on the wall and we got all yeah. lit up. So That's good enough. I'll, I'll take that. The hats are nice, you know. Yeah. He likes the hats. We'll get him a hat. Yeah. That's the biggest sign I cut out. Four-footer? Four footer. Yeah. Yeah. It were these in the studio, two-foot? Those are in... 30s? 18 inches, I think. That's got to be bigger no. now. That's a two-footer. Two-foot. Two yeah. That's what she said. Very cool. Hey, well, I mean, come on, it's a little much, but <laughs> sorry. Um, so <laughs> we've been trying to hammer out these unpopular opinion segments because they're fun. They piss people off, and then they get people excited. They either piss people off, make them happy, or they get excited. But as we said in Austin's traditional journey, part one podcast, don't take our sarcasm and bullshit opinions too seriously. Half the time we're kidding around. Sometimes we might mean it, but we don't want to deter anyone from. Being our buddy. Keyword is opinion. It's an opinion. Everybody's right. got an opinion. You don't right. like it? Go fuck yourself. Literally called right. unpopular opinion. I mean, the segment is here for controversy and fun. If you disagree with us, let us know why. And I think it's hilarious. And hey, I thumbs up to you. Hey, you know? better be pissed off than be pissed on. Hey, hear that. So here's the deal. The I don't know how to say your last name, Timothy. Timothy. Uh, the October lull is fake and is a result of bad hunting strategies. And he added dot, 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 dot after that. So he must feel strongly about it. Six dots after it, huh? So, all right. That is the unpopular opinion. Oh, should I start her? What's up? Okay. Timer. Well, here, hold on. The jingle. A colorful, emotional, working class here. Come on. That opinion is not very popular. Come, Come on. on. Come on. Come on. Seriously? Let me know. That's the unpopular The October low is fake and is a result of bad hunting strategies. I'm going to give this to Chandler first. Do you do you agree with this unpopular opinion? Well, um, no. Yes, I do disagree with it. Obviously, there's a lull in activity in October compared to the flurry of activity that you see in November. Um, all deer move more in November, especially big bucks. They spend more time on their feet in the daylight. So when you're just comparing... Uh, strictly based off activity that you're seeing, yes, there's going to be more activity in November than October. Uh, with that being said, we all know that you can get on deer in the early season. Um, I just prefer the rut when it's crazy, and I I embrace the chaos. So, I'm but gonna, saying the, the October lull, is that going to discourage you from going out and being in the tree stand? 
No, not if I got a bead on a giant. But I'm not going to go in and blow my spot up in October if I don't have a bead on something. Exactly. Right. So, I, I mean, I'm going to go kind of along with Austin, Austin said here. I mean, you get a, you get a bead on – for me, I'm going to put all my money on early season if you have the time and you can pattern those deer. They're still on their summer pattern. You know, that, that October 1 through 5, you can easily get a deer shot yeah. um, on a summer pattern. And then – you get into that middle of October, obviously, uh, there is a lull. I don't care what anybody says. There's a lull. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go in there and skunk up a spot just to be out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rather just hold my cards back and wait. But, yeah. you know, each one of those deer, if you think about it, coming off that summer pattern, um, they're all trying to pick their lane, and they're they're finding their corner. And yeah. they, they're going to get to that corner pretty quick once they switch off that summer pattern. And that's what you, get, what you see is the lull. I mean, in my opinion, they're all just – sitting back tight kind of establishing their little their little pocket that they're going to stay in yeah and then once the once everybody starts getting bucky and now i'm going to fight for my area and this is my spot and then now you start seeing that october 22nd 25th range yeah into november 1st now they're you know rattling's working they're all getting fired up and ready to go so that's that's my thinking my opinion on it is I do think the October lull is a real thing, but I think it depends on the property, where you hunt, how you hunt. I've hunted properties where mid-October you do not see deer because I yep. didn't have the food yep. sources that deer are moving to. I didn't have the areas that I thought deer were changing, like Ross mentioned, from pattern to pattern. Um, yeah, does it discourage me from going? No. Nope. Because it, you don't know what a wild animal does all the time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there's a generalization. There's, like, percentages that they're going to do this, but – not always. If I can hunt, I'm going. Um, I will say, I will save my more calculated moves for times other than that middle October week. Do I think the October lull is real? Yeah, but I will say this, uh, Timothy. I appreciate your comment, buddy. And I don't know if you listen or not. If you just threw the comment in, but either way, we do appreciate you. I think people who say the October lull is fake, I better go to your Facebook page and see that you have a collections of mid October bucks. Um, because to make bold statements like this, you need to have success that can prove it wrong if you're making it. Because if you know, absolutely, you need to tell me why you know if you're making comments like this. Just like there's other podcasts out there that say October law is fake, it's bullshit, you don't know how to hunt deer if you think there's an October law. Well, then you better, October 15th, you better be killing a buck every fucking year. Otherwise, you can't tell anybody else shit. You can't get lucky on one and say it's fake. That's right, That's because right. you it's a fluke. You got yep. lucky on one. You hunted the fringes, and you got a you got a wild card. Yep. So nothing against you, and I'm not saying this is you, but if you're gonna tell me that, you better be <laughs> damn fucking consistent. The middle October, <laughs> if the lull is you fake. You better have some fucking proof to back it because up. Because you know more than me, if that's the case. And you might, and credit if you do, but if you don't. Yeah, there are a lot of guys out there that love that first couple weeks of october and they yeah. consistently get it done every year that's just not my wheelhouse i'm yeah. i'm farming i i don't do that so and there's a lot of older guys that i've seen and read that they they'll they love that early you know week week and a half two weeks yeah in october and they'll, they'll lay off till late season yeah no because which is you cool can't too. you can't pattern and kill a buck during the rut because he's just going crazy yeah that's right how about that for an unpopular opinion Spread. you're gonna pattern a buck on a doe i don't know Come on. Well, no. Hey, that's the same dudes that packs their snacks. You pattern the does. You don't pattern the bucks. By the way, the snacks for Kurt's post is not funny. I love them, and I'm glad I started it. I think I made somebody mad. They're like, tagged me in one. I was like, just so you know, it's not funny. You, you told him that? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, I thought I started something great. You nah, definitely started You just it. shut them down. I, I don't find it funny. I I find the, the, I find the uh, trophy tape funny. I think that's really funny. Well, I find it funny, so... 
the snacks thing is like, nah, what are you doing? You're Anyways, I agree with Ross. Ross hit the nail on the head. Like, <laughs> the deer, anyway, like, like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, like, the bucks got their pockets and stuff, but, you know, I'll be hunting field edges at least because, you know, yeah. the food's there. And the weather's right. I mean, we got some cold fronts yeah. here this year. Right. That October this know? year was kind of a, a different. We flip-flopped. Yeah. Different beast. October yeah. this year is better than November this right. year. Right. right. Yep. We had strong winds, crazy shit happening, warm days in November. Crazy shit just happening. Well, this is a common thing. There's guys killing early, which, I mean, kind of all of us did here, all the Illinois boys. What's up, (laughs) Iowa? But not to rub that in again, but, like, it's just, damn, what it is. But rubbing the wound. There's a lot of guys that I know that are like, man, my season sucks because they didn't hunt in October, but then put it all their time in in November because that's traditionally when it's better. Right. But this year, the weather patterns were basically cueing you to put time in differently. Kind of flip-flopped. Hunt bucks right out the gate, right away. Make, right. make moves in spots you might not have normally made moves. Mm-hmm. This this year is a little different than normally, than normal, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It is, but don't get stressed out, guys. I mean, it's there's still a lot of season left here. And, Seasons and now you guys half over, maybe. You, yeah, you I mean, you're going to get out there and you're going to get cold, but you're going to kill a buck. I mean, yeah. you put the time well, I hope in. you're right. You will. I mean, seriously, it's. I love my late season stuff. I mean, that's. You're yeah. usually a you can, late season guy. Well, normally, yes. I love late season. Well, I, think about it right now. At the time of recording this, we're maybe halfway through season, like legitimately. Yeah. We've done half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. There's plenty of time. They're still chasing. We, you still got. You still got two more ruts to go through. You still got 25 days of rut activity, you know, here oh, and absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, and then right into. Late season. I mean, you guys are still in the cards. It just doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel that way just because of the weather we've had this year. Because it got yeah, cold. just because the weather it got real like, cold in October and they got warm in November. And yeah. it's just there's always that two wonder. week, first two weeks of rut where you just wear yourself out almost. But yeah, I'm still holding strong. You guys got this. Well, cool. Maybe. Unpopular opinion segment turned into season discussions. Cool. Thanks, uh, Timothy, for submitting that. Appreciate you, dude. Um, moving on. Ross's Epic 2020 Part Two. P2? Part two. So um, so we got the old Linux air conditioner mule deer. Yep. Yep. Got that one. He's in the uh, bag. Old Lenny. Yep. Old Lenny. Do you know the brand of the air conditioner? I should have took it. I, it might be in the photo. I took a photo of all the mule or, uh, yeah, the muley does all stacked <laughs> around me. Uh, it got. I even got that Dakota uh, silhouette decoy in the picture, too. So yeah, that was fun. It might be. I don't <laughs> know. That was fun. I don't know. I don't know what brand it was. Anyways. Um, Good brand. So we started, uh, so I've been hunting pretty hard. I got back to Illinois, feeling good after that first kill. Um, you didn't break your arm again. Didn't break the arm again. Yep. Went for a checkup, x-ray, everything looked good. I'm like, oh, thank God. So we just keep massaging that bad boy out. Yeah. So um, hunting pretty hard, passing good bucks, man. I've, I've had a great year as far as passing border, I mean, borderline shooters 50 i mean 150 inch deer splits trash looking good but just spindly tine square body just just letting them letting them walk and it's tough man i'll tell you it's it's really really tough to sit there and watch them go by and i've i posted a bunch on my instagram uh a few videos letting them go and it's that that part hurt but i'm looking i was looking for a mature buck and i know of three of them i had a i had a hit list of three mm-hmm. um come to find out there was a there was a fourth that i didn't know about i mean i knew about him but didn't think he was really there so he was just a ghost i was hunting but um 
but no kidding. I just I had three deer picked out that I knew were five plus, and they weren't not anything to talk about really. They were just nice, good bucks. Talk about one Don Vito, one Don Vito. Uh, Break down one, Don Vito because we've talked about him in the past. Yeah, we it's have. Been a long you know, Don, Donnie showed up this year. He's he's uh, he's old still Donnie. alive. Believe it. How old is Donnie? I don't. Uh, he's got to be at least fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking twenty. Honestly, <laughs> I'm twenty. Like a minimum of ten, right? Oh, dude, he's dude, got to be. There ain't no man. way that deer is under 10 years old. He's got to be every bit of 10. So <laughs> Last year, he he looked like he should be in a fucking wheelchair. That deer's been ancient for four years yeah. now. <laughs> so <laughs> do you kill Don Vito, or do you just let him live out his days at this point? I think he's well, almost earned the earned the pass by now. At this point, I'm going to have to give him the pass unless unless he starts showing up and gets regular and then... I got a little honey at home that would love to shoot a big old buck like that. So, yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, anyways, we, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, just like the way you worded that it was funny. <laughs> so she, uh, I, if Robin's I can play those snakes, just waiting for, <laughs> yeah, just just waiting for Don Vito. Come on, Donnie, make your move. <laughs> yeah. Mess up big boy. So, um, I still, so face. I'm still on bird watch right now, uh, for old Donnie to show up, yeah. but, um, you know, it's, so I, I'm going into this hunt hard. I mean, this few weeks, I mean, I've, I've, I've honestly pulled more all-day sits this year than I ever have. Um, I've talked to you in other other episodes about killing midday, like hey, the you're midday, midday stuff. Guy. Like I'd, I've shot, you know, four, four, five. Isn't that um, funny? But also, you've never killed a midday buck. I just, unless I see a shooter in the morning, I'm usually getting out, taking a little break for an hour or two anyways, and then getting back in. Yeah. That's but the more, more I, the more I watch Ross get it done, the more value I can see in it. So, yeah, this year I yeah. spent three or four days sitting midday. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's more brutal. educated all day sits than mm-hmm. luck all day sits. Right. That's well, the main just, difference with me. It, I mean, it's brutal. Don't get me wrong. It's brutal. you got to pack your lunch. You're eating a PB&J and a granola bar and a bottle of water. It's I mean, brutal. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Dude, it's nasty. I mean, you got to get up. You can't, stre- you can't stretch for shit. I mean, no. you're just – anyways – it's rough. So for this for this buck here, my, my first white tail in Illinois, um, I've got pictures of this deer for quite a few years, honestly. Um, never had an encounter with this deer, and just gotten pictures of him broad daylight, um, evening, morning, midday. He's just he's just out cruising, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Me not being there, cruising so, for a bruising. Yeah, so he's he's just running around doing his thing, and he's just a big. I can just tell he's an old, mature buck. I've got old pictures of him. I posted too. Um, he's just he's a deer that wouldn't be my first choice, but if I don't have anything else out there that I'm really after, like this is a perfect deer to shoot. He's old enough. Like this, I mean, I, I would love to kill this deer, especially on this year that I've been on anyway. So right, you know, I'm I go out there and I'm doing my all day sits and. I'd been hunting for Vito for about five days straight and pulling, I'd say 90% of that was all day sits. I mean, I was... Do you have a lot of pictures of Vito this year? Uh, I've got a few, but I didn't run cameras this year, man. I changed my program altogether. I kind of went in a dark hole uh, with this broken arm. I didn't run cam- I didn't run cameras at all all summer. Yeah. Um, I don't I, think there, there's that's really the bad thing, honestly. I did get well that, and we kind of just... Because I didn't do that it. either, and I saw more bucks this year than I ever had. Yeah, I just we discussed early on this year, you know, in a podcast that we ought to just lay back a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe just be more conservative with cameras, deer are seeing cameras. Let's just yeah, let's just back that off a little bit. So that's what I did. Um, I didn't get out there and prune any stands. I couldn't hang any stands. Like this was just like I'm in a cast. 
I did, I was able to, um, get my brother to help me and we got a food plot put in, um, which, which turned out to be really nice, mm-hmm. uh, nice big time plot. But, um, that's about as much effort as I put in. I hung cameras, shit, I don't know, it was like October, middle October. I mm-hmm. think I finally started getting cameras out, which well, is really help you had a broken arm. Way, so I, I don't blame you for, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so I got cameras out, didn't really check them, just started hunting. And, and then I, I place these cameras in spots where I know I'm going to hang a stand or there's already an existing stand where I can go yeah. in, hunt it, pop the card, and then I'll just check them as I hunt, yeah. you know. All right. Intrusion just for cameras. Just there. for cameras and hunting. Like I'm hunting and then the camera's a bonus. So, um, anyways, I, I, I go in and I have a camera in this spot that I went to. My buddy went and hung the stand for me mm-hmm. uh, for himself and me great friend. um but basically this is this is one of our hot spots this is where the deer are at uh i i can't hang a stand right now at this point i'm still trying to get my arm back together but um he goes and hangs it and i i knew it was there the wind finally switched and was going to be good but in the afternoon as the evening set it was going to be bad like it was going to start switching mm-hmm. but Austin made a comment the other day when I started bitching about the wind and how I, I really can't hunt that spot. And it's, I know it's a good one, but you know, the wind's going to be all funky and I just got to do something. I got to do something different. Austin made the yeah. comment, dude, when it's good, you got to get in that. You got to get in there, put the best odds to your favor, pl- try to play the wind, but you got to risk it. You can't just not, not hunt it. because you think the wind's going to screw you up. You just right. got to go. They might be on the, on the right side of the tree when, you could. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's going nuts. Tyler's going crazy. <laughs> um, so uh, with him saying that, just kind of put the extra confidence in me that I know this wind's going to switch. I know things are going to get funky, but I'm willing to risk it and piss on it. I'm going. Yeah. And I, I, I've gotten that stand. I sat it all day, and I waited till basically it was down to, what was that, like 345, I think he came out. They were early, so um those and those and small bucks have been running around in front of me for a little while nobody winded me yet it was it was feeling good mm-hmm. the wind starts switching to uh, a doe and a fawn come walking out they start kind of catching me but they can't really tell what it is yet mm-hmm. so they just lock up and stand there like 30 yards yeah um trying to figure out trying to figure out what's going on like mama does like something ain't right we're not going to hit that field yet this is a fresh cut cornfield i am in day this is day number What's the next day after this cornfield got picked? So you know it's going to be hot. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's there. money. Yeah. yeah, they are they are coming to the to the field. So I went back into the to the the money spot and set up in this in this stand. Um, she's jacking around. The two does are jacking around, trying to pick me off. I hear something else coming, and they're coming from the perfect side of the tree, out of the timber, moving their way through the timber. They could end up like fifteen yards in front of me on the trail. Or they could bust out like 30 yards away from me and move out through like this big, tall CRP grass. Mm-hmm. Just a little patch right before they hit the qu- cut corn. Yeah. And um, he's he's following this doe. She's leading him by, I don't know, 15 yards or so. He stops and just starts raking an old rotten stump. And just sits there and keeps poking at it and ripping bark off of it. and Going to town. And she, she's just sitting there waiting on him like 
get done showing off, would you? And maybe we can move on. <laughs> Are so you done yet? He's over there just flexing, and she's like, let's go. Come on. Are yeah. you done? <laughs> Are you done yet? So I'm ready. Here we go. So no kidding. This is the first time I ever got to watch a mature buck. He come up behind her. She's, she, I mean, full-blown submission to this dude. Like, it, it was awesome. So he full-blown bred this doe like the coolest thing ever like yeah so young bucks chase those those run their asses off stay away from them because i don't know if anybody else is out there i'm sure there's guys out there that have seen young bucks and and older bucks breed does but the young bucks are just they're just rammy and and yeah. it's not it's not cool and they don't have do- the, they're not smooth no and and so i got it's to like watch you were in high school yeah yeah right so yeah so three times I've seen I've seen bucks breed Ouch. does two young ones and then this was the first mature buck and totally different ball game. She wanted him, he wanted her. It was a it was a, it was a beautiful thing, right? It's very consensual. consensual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so he's uh, like I mean, hey. so he like hey, slow mows. That's right, twenty twenty. So he like slow mows up there and and he breeds her. And this they're at thirty four yards and I already got my pin set like thirty. You're like full draw. <laughs> no, not quite. No, 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 no. I was letting him finish. Right, know? good man, good man. So, so I let him finish. What a guy! <laughs> and then they start moving ahead. And when they start moving ahead, I go to full draw real slowly. Now these this doe and this fawn are still like got me trying to figure me out. They're like right there, yeah, trying to peg me. Right. I just slow motion went to full draw, and uh, they step out. He's I want to kill him at thirty, and she's moving through this tall grass like real slow. And I mean, like tall grass, like seven foot tall. Oh, geez. And they're just creeping through it like real yeah, slow motion. Yeah. And of course, they, they like big bucks and, and mature does do. I mean, they think they're just slithering snakes right out through that grass and they're yeah. just going to ease out of the field. But I, I was in the catbird seat over the top of them. <laughs> yeah. And about ready to drop a bomb on him. So I'm <laughs> waiting on him. He moves ahead and I want to, sh- I want to kill him right here. There's a bunch of jangles and branches and stuff all hanging. Yeah. And I can't kill this deer. A bunch of jangles. <laughs> all stuff. Right in the jangly. A bunch of ornaments so, in the way. So yeah. I'm wanting, I'm like, I want to kill him right here. So I, and he didn't, he didn't even break stride. Didn't hear like you. he's just moving and he steps ahead. I got a fork to shoot through. And I mean, like a real tight fork. It was, it was dumb. Like in a tree. In a tree. Yeah. Like a salad fork. Yeah. Like yeah, a salad right, fork. Real right little right one, there. you know? Yeah. Been there. So I shot through that salad fork and, and shot him, blasted him right through the, the shoulder behind, like back shoulder blade. Yeah. Uh, punched him both lungs and he made it about 60 and and crashed so toppled up called austin said get over here we got a buck to roll out yeah this was the day after my uh, second trad kill so we were on fire it was i I killed mine on the eighth and then i killed my second one on the 12th and then ross was the 13th so friday the 13th i was the i think i was the 25th the 30th so illinois on fire they were just (laughs) plato snakes making plato snakes over here (laughs) so uh cool. austin comes over we take some pictures we I'm drag him out we we go take some more pictures right before dark it was cool i mean you get the buck shot and then you still have enough daylight you can you can take pictures which is awesome yeah and he was a tank he Made was a big huge buck, man. body deer yeah we Just, need to cut out with these fucking teaser pictures too well yeah what's that all about i love the teaser pics i think it's funny it's i like, don't even know who started that it's like it's, only fans i did i think did you yeah yeah, yeah. it's only fans i think you did for deer either it's way it's not funny <clears throat> Either gnarly, way, it's fun. Gnarly. Did you see, dude, dude, how about this? You picture? cut out the snacks, I'll cut out with the teaser picks. Huh? Hey, how about that? To me, halfway. I ain't posting those Too snacks. late, brother. 
Hey, the thing about it is, <laughs> I started a monster. <laughs> did you guys? Right. Did you guys appreciate the teaser pick I sent? Like huge notch out of that deer's ear. Yes, I did appreciate that. That was a good one. Yeah, at the same old. time, I didn't. Yeah, he was old. He, he got he got Mike Tyson for sure. Dude, he's yeah. a gnarly, gnarly. <laughs> broke my old back. Spinal. I broke my back. Spinal. <laughs> no spinal. <laughs> <laughs> my back is broken. <laughs> what do you mean? Spinal. <laughs> no. Is it, is it vertebrae? No spinal. Spinal. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> we get the we get the pictures all taken and and I'm super excited. This deer like this just made my season. I, I shot a muley, and I just I just shot a great mature whitetail. And I watched him breed a doe. Like I know I've known yeah. this deer forever. This is the first time I've ever seen him in daylight. Yeah. And through all these years of trying to get this deer shot, and he he was on the list. He's been on the list for a long time. He finally him and I got in the same place same time. Yeah, yeah. Did I think you that's think what it I put was on. Don Vito at first? Nope. No, no, I knew it was. You, I knew who you knew it was. Right away. Yeah, it's Phil Margera, and he's brother. he's cool looking. He's just he's got nice beams on him. He's he's crab clawed on the end. He's an eight pointer, just a big massive eight pointer. But he's crab clawed on the end, right yeah. right off his main beam. So there's a huge gap between twos and threes. And there's yeah, cool. Anyways, Phil. old Phil. Yo, Phil Margera, fucking Phil. Yeah, yeah. Is he? Uh, he's gonna be shoulder mounted in the man cave. He is. Yep, yep. I'm gonna do uh, kind of like that big six I got mounted. He's got his ears back and chin down, just rack rolled ahead, like pissed off, ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do another one of those. I think I, I like that pose, and I think that'll do him some good. Yeah, show yeah. off. Show him off, real nice. But so I'm I'm on cloud nine. Like I just I just killed a mature buck, and and um, I've got two bucks under my butt, so I got a tag to punch, but. Um, I'm excited and, and I'm just going to chill out. I mean, the weather was going to turn to shit after that day. And I went in that day, Friday the 13th. Um, I watched it was that bar- Friday the 13th. Yeah. I watched that barometric pressure like a lot. Like that's, I base my hunts. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, with the, with the, uh, jury. Yeah. Deer uh, cast. Deer cast. That's a, that's a big deal. So, uh, and I'm, I'm too cheap to actually pay for the, the app. So I just get like one day and then I don't get to see the rest. We have right. a code. and So I just wake know, up at like 4 a.m. every day and see what it says for that day. And then I can decide where I'm going. The only one here but, that can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Must be tough to own your own company. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. So anyways, I'm. <laughs> saw that money in South Dakota on that rental, that goddamn rental. Yeah. You spent too much money on a too cast Too much on that year. Tundra. Man, yeah. that Tundra was expensive. And that cast, yeah. Surgeries cast. and stuff. You know what I mean. So Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> you get it. You get it, right. So um, get that deer out of there. The weather turns to shit. Like, I'm, I am I got to get back to work, and I start working a little bit. And what was that? It was the 13th. So then I told my wife on the 16th that the 17th was going to be money. Like, the weather was going to switch. I was going to get the wind that we want, that I wanted, and I got to go hunting. She, for some reason, decided that she had a horrible headache and had a bunch of, uh, like, her joints were hurting, and she just wasn't feeling good. She'd been exhausted, tired, whatever. Um, so I felt bad for her. I sent her to bed. I, told, I said, just go to bed. I'll, I'll take care of the boys, get them supper, and get them, get them fed um, the night of the 16th. And... Uh, so she went to bed at like five o'clock and I let her sleep all night. I got up the next morning and I kind of, you know, four o'clock in the morning, I just kind of nudged her a little bit. I'm like, Hey, how you feeling? She's like, Meh. I'm Man. like, all right, well, I'm, I guess I'm not going hunting this morning. Cause I told her I'm doing an all day or like this, this is the day Yeah, I got to go into the, to the hot spot. Um, and she, so she ended up, I got the boys fed, bathed and, and lunch is packed and then basically ready to ready to go to Hit school 
and then I'm I'm hoping she wants to get up and go to work. So boys go to school, she goes to work, I get to go hunting. Yeah. Well, it all worked out. She was happy that I let her sleep, and she ended up feeling better and got up and going. And out the door she went. I packed my shit and had my had my lunch packed and everything. Like I'm all day in this thing. Um, for Kurt's sake, what'd you have packed for lunch? It was a PB and J. Had a, had a uh, rice crispy treat, a ch- two cheese sticks, uh, a bottle of water, and uh, a can of chaw. So functional, snacks. I was good snacks. The essentials, essential. So functional snacks. So I finally get. But you mean out. to tell me you weren't gonna suck down peanut M and M's all day? No, just clanking them off. Just the essentials, man. Like, right. Just, okay. the stuff just to making survive. sure. Just just to clarify, <laughs> ain't no right. Big Mac. Doug. Just saying. Hey, I'm just saying, kids, bro. Big Mac. If everyone packed Big Macs, it'd be pretty rad. <laughs> hey, that's, Eric, that's hard. That's hardcore. I, I think I started that. Joke. Eric's the lord of snacks. So, God damn. Well, that's cocky. So I'm <laughs> coming from the Lord himself. Hey, <laughs> you heard it here first. Just you might be the Lord, but I'm the Lord of snacks. Dropping Thousand Island and lettuce all around the base of your tree, just like bring it <laughs> home, big boys. Just, only, just finish having to throw in the next ground. time. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring a Reuben. <laughs> just wad it up, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I got this. Ross is essentially packed for an all day sit. <laughs> so I go in. I finally. So I'm walking into the the spot. Like I, I actually, the wind was blowing. I told you the weather went to shit. Yep. The I'm going into my my spot. Like I haven't touched this spot. No cameras. No anything. Yeah. Yeah. Four yeah, yeah. days. Four days prior to this, um, the wind was blowing. Right after I killed, it was the next day on my first whitetail. Um, the wind was blowing like Mach twenty. So I jumped in the ranger and I went flying back to this spot. I'm sorry, I eased into this spot. I wasn't trying to get wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to clarify eased that. In and I'm just on the field edge. I don't want to. It's like a. It's I'm not going in deep. I just want to get on the field edge and just set the set a camera, just see what's happening. So I popped that camera on a fence post and got the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, went in there. So now I'm packed. I'm I'm headed in for an all day sit. I walk in there. The wind's not blowing. It's doing swirly stuff. It's just. It was like full sun and then a little bit of clouds and then full sun all day. I walked in with full sun at my back and I got I got sweaty. I mean I and then I hung a set. I mean it was a hang and bang. I'm going in to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my back's all sweaty and I I get in the tree. I no no more than get in there. I haven't even got my release on and a nice I don't know mid thirties forty three year old comes walking by. Beautiful. He's he's thirty. He's mm-hmm. thirty. So he comes walking exactly where I think these deer are coming from and just marches right by me, like eight feet from the tree, just right underneath me and on, on by. Yeah. Walks out and actually uh, walks right in front of that camera, like nose to the camera, which is cool. Um, I made it until noon. So I'm like texting buddies and Snapchatting and stuff. I'm like, I'm doing it all day or today, guys. Like, this is, I'm here. You're doing it. And I made it till noon. And I got cold, and I got cold, cold. I just, that sweaty back stuff yeah. is just no good. Yeah, that's so, no good. I'm like, you know what? I There's a fresh work scrape, like 26 yards from me. Perfect. I can see it, but there's this three-inch sapling that's like right in the way. It branches out, and I can't shoot that. Like, it's going to be a mess. I, I got to get down. I got to cut that thing out. Oh, and it's, bu- it was, it's bugging you that bad. It's, it's bugging me, man. I, I got I to gotta get rid of this tree. And... Then there was uh, two. There was two other little limbs that I wanted to nip, and on the way by, um, I nipped those two, and then I and I take that, and I cut that thing down. And I don't know if you guys do this or not, but when I cut a tree, 
in a hunt like it's it's hot and ready like i'm i'm planning on killing today mm-hmm. i cut a tree branch i cut a tree off whether it be a sapling or whatever throw that bad boy off in the weeds but before i throw it i reach down i grab mud and i shove i just smear mud all over the bottom of that thing throw yep. it in the weeds and then i smear mud all over that stump i just cut white off. cuts yep give white it, cuts away. and they smell you know they put off a pretty good aroma when you fresh you know fresh mm. cuts yeah so yeah, white um, cuts, man. I thought about that making a ground blind in Oregon. We made our own, like yeah, for the deer coming through this pinch point. That's like the one thing I thought. Like you're cutting like a juniper tree. Like don't let all the white cuts show because it's like the first thing. It's like whoa, what's that? Yeah, they pop. They, mm-hmm. I mean, their their eyes just shoot. Oh, right you can see them. them when you walk through. If you've ever been where somebody sawed off oh, yeah. some trees, you're like, yep, yeah, what the fuck's all that going on? Well, that and you know the smell of a tree, a fresh cut tree yeah. puts off. So and you know their noses are eight times stronger. It's a pro so. tip. Anyway, so I smeared some dirt on the stuff. I threw this branch out of the way. I, it was a there was an ivy vine hanging. I got it nipped up a little bit, and I just I had to go back and change my clothes. Like this was way too much. I'm cold, freezing. I got to go. Um, I shot back by that camera on the way by the camera. Popped the card, went back, threw it in the laptop, changed my clothes real quick while the laptop was warming up. I just click 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 all the way through it. Um, this is the 17th that I'm in there hunting. The 15th at 4 a.m. I had a picture of a deer with a thick chest and lots of white on top of his head. Fucking I mean, sick. couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Couldn't yeah. tell for sure what he was. A shit picture, you know, it was 50 yards, 40 yards, 30 yards, whatever. In the yeah. dark, IR socks, you know, it's just the best I could do. I'd seen this picture and I was like, that's a mature buck. And I'm turning around and going right back in there. So i hurried up changed my clothes i was beat feet back to the ranger all the way back there uh eased my way back in quiet and at this point the sun come up there was a good dew in the morning like a frost and a, and a dew and it was nice and quiet now it's like crunchy that sun's been out and it's just no mm-hmm. wind i mean every crunch gets made it's just everybody can hear it so i'm just easing my way in trying not to get sweaty because i'd suck for a second time yeah. so I started getting back in there. I finally ease in. Like, all these trails are coming together right on the right side. I mean, the perfect side of the tree and scrapes. And I'm walking by. I'm trying not to brush every branch and scent up the place. Uh, I get in the tree, sit down. It's like 1245. And so I was out 45 minutes. And I I'd sit there and wait. Well, like, I feel like a lot of guys do. Uh, you get bored and you start jacking around on your phone and Snapchatting and you know, looking through Instagram and Facebook and all that. I got sucked in sitting there. I had the phone put away for like 20 minutes. I'm like, ah, I better check something, you know, and just pull it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a notification. Let's see what the wind's doing. I don't know. I got a wind checker here, but what the hell? Let's see what weather. I'm going to put my phone away for 20 minutes, and it's like 20 seconds. You're like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm bored. I mean, it feels slow. I mean, yeah. I, I saw that buck in the morning. Uh, a coyote chased two does by me in the morning. Otherwise, nothing. I ain't seen nothing. Typical just, midday set. Yeah. Yeah. Bored. So we're getting to be, it's like 2 o'clock. Two it's o'clock. like deer 30, so you're like, oh, I'll fuck around my phone a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I never shot a deer at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Nobody's walking around. And I'm looking at my phone. Something catches my eye out in front of me. I look up, and there's just a megalodon of a whitetail walking through the woods, marching just not marching he's strolling he's just he's just on a stroll knows where he's going quartering away walking away from me like the trophy that he is and he's just he's just walking up so i'm hunting like the top of a big ridge there's a huge goalie on both sides and 
he's just rolling up this rolling up this hill and headed off into who knows what like it's it drops off and it's into deep shit so yeah yeah i already feel like i'm in the deep shit but i am on top of a ridge like i can see down both sides i mean this i'm in a good spot where i can see everywhere yeah and he's just marching just doing his thing of course i get up like i i'm hurry up get up put my phone throw my phone in the backpack like oh shit now we're hunting here yeah so (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm doing here so i grab i grab my around i grab my butt growl and uh i waited i just had to wait Mm -hmm. him out so he's like 70 80 like walking away from me has no idea i'm there the wind's blowing right at him it's a southwest wind at this point Mm -hmm. switching to south southeast which i don't need but it's a steady like two mile an hour wind like it's not it's not good but yeah. it's it's there um he's still walking he gets up there just when he gets behind a bunch of trees and out of sight probably 90 yards away from me tops that hill i turn around and i let out i let out a burr i just barked at him on the last one little, yeah and as soon as toot toot as soon as i did that i was like what the hell is that why, why, why did I just do that? Why, why, okay, okay, wait. Time out. Time I'm not, out. I'm not, I'm not why, why did I bark at it? Time him? out. Doesn't everyone think that when you see a buck and you give that little... And you're like, what the fuck was that? Well, that didn't sound anything Ross's like a deer. emotions were just so fired up. He's got a fucking giant that just got by him. He's like watching this huge rat go by him. He's Dude, like, I'm oh, fuck it, I'm going to bark at him. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking I do that? so bad. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like I'm, I'm just like blowing a flute in a band. Like, it's, it's just... I don't even know what I'm doing. I just turned around. we all been there. I know that. Oh, I, yeah. What the Everyone, fuck was that? been there. Like, <laughs> like oh, I'm, I'm going to totally trick this buck into coming in. I'm going to bark at him. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like a shih tzu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and you're like, what the fuck? Was that a duck call or what the hell was that? Yeah, no, we've all been there. So, so I blow on this call. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, I had no point to make. Okay. <laughs> so I blow this call away from him. I turn around. I blow it away from him. And Smooth. and then I don't even I don't even turn around to look at him. I just tuck the call right in the seat of the stand. Yeah, because the, the seat of the stand is folded up. I just tuck it between it and the tree, and I just slowly turn around and just raise my left hand right to the bow. I grab the grip and then I lock eyes with where he was at. I can't see him yet, so this is about a fifteen twenty second time span. Yeah, just slow motion. I don't. I just blew a call and he's looking hard. So. I just you know he's looking. You know I know he's looking, and he's either at this point in my mind, I'm like, he's staring hard. He's either going to commit or he's going to get the shit. You know, or he's on his way to you. Yeah. So I just grab the bow and I'm just holding on to it, waiting. And pretty soon he just starts marching right at me. How far is he at this point? Eighty ninety. How how big do you think this deer is at this point? Hundred and seventy five inches, and I'm leaning hard like this. (laughs) This is. This is a big buck. This is a hundred. This is a old. Holy shit! Um, no brainer. No brainer. Big like, time. Like, indeed. like I don't need to pull my binos up to judge this. Deer. You know, like, he's, this is. Yep. I'm shooting this deer if he comes in. Yep. So, on you. Anyways, he. Uh, so he's marching right at me. He gets to forty yards, and as he, you know, as he's coming, you know, that distance, he gets to forty. Like the whole time, it's one of those I'm focused on. I got to make this shot, but. Holy shit, that's a rack. You're like this deer is huge. Yeah, and my heart is pumping. I mean, I'm I'm jacked. I I haven't had that much of a heartbeat or heart pound out of my chest like I have. I mean, in 15 it's years. been a while. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he he was like boom 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 like just pounding this chest. But anyways, he's moving, coming in, locks up at 40, just stops, just starts looking around. 
I'm like, oh, come on, buddy. Yeah. No shit. He's trying to find you. Oh, yeah. Two squirrels behind me down over the hill just start wrestling around and chasing each other and then stop. It's like they just stop. And he just, he thought, you know what? That's That's got to be them. I'm going to, or him or whoever. Like, I'm, I'm going to go check that out. Here he comes. He's coming. He makes it all the way to like 12 yards. And he's following this trail, which that young buck did earlier in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he's, I'm like, I'm gonna, shit, as soon as he gets behind this big tree, I'm going to full draw. I'm going to kill this deer at eight feet. Like, it's going to be, bam, just yeah. right on top of yeah. it. The only time and squirrels come into play yeah. for a, no kidding, a good, yeah. a good yeah. reason. The benefit. So he gets to this tree right before he gets behind the tree where I'm going to go to full draw. He cocks his nose for just a second and then cocks it pretty hard and then just jukes out of there. Like, blows out. He's awesome. he's gone. Like, he's leaving. No he just, shit. He just caught my wind because that wind just died. I mean, it swirled hard. Like, it's he caught my wind, and he's out of there. And he jumps out. He takes off. And as soon as he turns and takes off, I just went to full draw real quick. And he run out. He made it to about 27. I went, Meh. and he stopped. And he stopped with a tree, like an 8-inch tree, 6, 8-inch tree, something like that, right in the right in the money. Like, yeah. I, I want to kill this deer in, in both lungs quartered away from me i want to shoot the back of those lungs but there's a tree right in the middle of that yeah i'm like son of a bitch how, how am i gonna pull this off uh i can't shoot him in the back hips because he's it's that ain't gonna work so i've got like a two inch gap i gotta hit and hopefully stick this deer right in the heart it's the only shot i got yeah not sh- i can't hit that shoulder i gotta hit the heart i mean hit the heart or not and not hit the tree 27 yeah. yards yeah. on a fucking giant yeah. And he's yeah he's just so I'm I'm full draw I lean on that thing I'm just I mean this all happened so fast but I felt like right. I really took my time on this shot and I had to just graze this tree to get it to hit where I wanted it to yeah and I just and zap that prick right in the X ring just boom no right in the shit heart. and prick. he just I mean like it is shit or get off the pot that moment <laughs> like blood just boom. It just starts gushing out of him, and he's he's running. He takes off. He runs back to where I called at him, and and he stands there. And I mean, as as fast as he was running away with all that blood coming out, I was I was like literally pulling my phone out of my pocket, just <laughs> shaking like, holy shit! Yeah. I'm calling Austin. Like I, you, he, he's got the phone out dialing before the deer's <laughs> even fell over. <laughs> I I will never forget it because I I went in on a public ground that night. On the way home from work, I'm like, I'm just going to go in. I think I got a good spot. Hang and bang. I get my sticks up, stand set. I just climb in the stand. I pull my bow up. You know, my watch will give me notifications, and I just see you go, hit a fucking giant. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my <laughs> but it doesn't, God. But it doesn't tell me who send it, though. All I uh. see is... Hit a fucking giant. Oh, shit. So you're, like, wandering immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling my bow up. I'm sitting on the bow hanger. Like, I don't even put an arrow on the rest yet, and I'm pulling my phone out. Right right in, I'm pulling my phone. I'm like, it's Ross. Ross <laughs> yeah. so, hit a fucking giant. So you hit this deer. He's bleeding. He runs out to where you originally yeah, called about him. 80, about 80 yards. You know, he's, he's So he's, he's standing right there, and I could just see. I'm like, he's painting trees on the way by. It yeah. was awesome. That was a rage hypodermic I, I shot there. No he's, kidding. Yeah, I just blew him open. So. Um, he, so I get my phone out of my pocket, bring it up, watching him still. I mean, I'm, I'm like dialing, but still watching him. And it was a matter of seconds. I mean, he just dumped over and kind of rolled downhill a little bit and that was it. 
No shit. So, um, anyways, I, I called Austin up and he said, I'll be there in like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, so this was a hang and bang. I went in, hung that stand and I literally just packed my stuff up and I, all the way down the tree. I mean, I just pulled everything out and dropped everything down. I mean, just nonchalant just pack that stand up and put it on my i set it to the side and grabbed my bow and i went after you know just went and followed the blood trail yeah and it was red carpet all the way it was insane but um walked up on him and just just couldn't couldn't uh couldn't wrap my mind around what was going on i mean it was just i was shaking and so excited and because you call me and you go you go dude he's 180s yeah and I'm like, holy shit. He's not 180s. He's he, better than 180s. He got bigger than 180s, but I tell you what, man, walking up on him, it was just, I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Like, I just, he's a moose, man. He's just, he's just big. Dude, well, and you know, and you know, too, when, when you get that text, you know, when you get that text, especially from Ross, where he says, uh, a fucking I just giant. shot a fucking giant. Yeah. You know it's a fucking giant. And then you get yeah. a, a fucking hammered him like like you know he's Yeah, the confidence of, of the shot. Yeah. Yeah. How break this deer down for us, Ross. Oh boy, so he's mainframe ten. He's got a big split brow on the left. He's got a really nice four, four and a half inch uh like sticker looking point right off the base on the left. Um a little split on the right brow. Brow's a little weak on the right. Um, not. Re- I mean, compared to the other one, maybe it's an average. Maybe. Like, yeah, it's a five or six inch brow, but it's one of his weakest points. That, yeah. If that says anything about the deer, yeah, he's right. got he's got good beams, man. He's he's knocking on twenty eight on beams. I was gonna say twenty eight um, to thirty beams. He's for got sure. some very heavy mass all the way out. Great fours. Uh, he's got a he's got great threes, good twos, great twos, uh, split two on the left, uh, huge bladed three on the on the left. Um, you know, there's that, that, that's, a little stronger, uh, four on the right than there is the left, but, um, you know what, I, I tell you what, this is just, this is one of those deer that, uh, you, you see something like this walking through the woods and it's just almost, it's an out of body experience. I mean, I'm oh, telling yeah. you, this, it's like unbelievable. this is the stuff that guys dream about that I dream about all the time. You sit in that stand and you wish you hope you go in there hoping for this ghost to show up. Like yeah. it's. You know, whether you got a picture, I went in on this deer based on a picture I had the year prior. I didn't run cameras. I didn't, I didn't get too serious about it this year until late. Um, there was, it was just, I put a lot of, a lot of hopes and dreams into this deer. This was a, yeah, yeah. I hope that I know that this is the spot to go to if I want to kill a great big buck and it is, it's high pressure. I, I just based everything on, you know, the, the, the barometric pressure. This spot hasn't been hunted. I haven't been tracking it up. I, right. I just low pressure, high barometric pressure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. So I, I thought this is an all day sitter. Obviously, yeah, I mean, yeah. when you when you have a if you got a little sliver like that somewhere, um, you keep that little spot yeah. fresh until yeah. it's just right, and then you then you put in those all day sits. Now I didn't want to get out at noon, but I had to. I had to. I had to go change oh, yeah. clothes, but yeah, yeah. but realistically, and making all that noise going in and out twice—that's that's no good. I mean, you're better off to one in and one out. Yeah, so, this, yeah. Well, you don't want to, you know, harm yourself. Yeah, <laughs> this buck oh, right here, man. This is a buck that uh, 
for me, if I ever got an opportunity to do like this, this would change. I think this would drastically change my mindset on deer hunting. I, I, and I know maybe it would, or maybe it'd fuel me deeper. I, maybe it would fuel me a lot deeper, but I feel like it would change me to a point where I would be, um, uh, and I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Cause I have never been around a deer this way. I think it would change me from being like a, a um, so hungry for myself to kill a deer like that to immediately turn into a guy that just wants to help buddies and family kill deer only. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's a personality changer for me. Yeah. Like I, cause it's rare. I mean, there's, and I don't, I don't even know how to like put it into words. That's why I'm like stumbling over myself. 200 inch deer do not come around often. No, no. So no, to have more than one is insane. Um, which says a lot about you as a hunter and, and patience and letting deer get mature and all that. But I think that for me would change a ton and maybe it would make me hungrier or, you know, maybe it would. But I think it would change me drastically. Is like I've done, I've hit the whitetail um, epitome. I've hit the, the peak of whitetail. Well, the right? way I, I know, I see where you're going with this, and I, I like it. But I, for me, like it's, I I was able to shoot those other two hundreds younger, younger before yeah. before kids, um, and before marriage. I, I well, the one was after marriage, but yeah. Um, but honestly, it's just been a. It made me hungrier because of the time frame and what I had going on. That it makes sense. It made me want to keep pushing. But but I'll tell you, yeah. at this point right now, I mean, I got three little boys at home uh, and a wife. And, and thank goodness, I couldn't do any of the things that I'm doing without my wife watching and yeah, taking care of these sure, boys sure. and allowing me to go hunting. I mean, it's just it's right. just everything works out for a reason, and, and thank goodness for her. But this, you know, a deer like this, obviously, this, this is this is once-in-a-lifetime deer. And this might be my last really good one. I don't know because now well, I feel like my there's, there's my attention great is deer, start and going. then there's world class deer. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is, yeah. this is not your last really good deer. This is my last world class deer. I will I, maybe well, not yeah, though, but that. maybe not though. You I mean, so what, what, how old are you, Ross? Thirty one. So See, you know, a lot yeah, of guys yeah. that have four two hundred inch deer, three two hundred inch deer are sixty. Yeah, fifty five. Yeah. They've been hunting yeah. the, their entire lives. Well, and when you're when you're programmed to hunt the way that Ross does, inevitably another giant is going to show yeah. up. Oh, he's yeah. in he's in an area that has the right genetics for one. Yeah. Number two, he's got a neighbor that's passing up the same kind of deer that big he deal. is. Big deal. Um, big deal. Ross Huge. is not afraid to let four year old hundred and fifties walk, and that and yeah. that's really tough even for me to do. I mean, yeah. you have to be wired to want to kill giant deer to let those kind of deer walk and it, and when you are things like this can happen yeah that that's oh, the big difference for sure so for yeah i definitely want to rule it out but I, I i think what you're saying is pre-kids yeah they didn't change it made you hungrier but now you might be a little more chill but i think i mean you will kill another giant deer. i consider giant anything 60 or better right right well you will for sure i i hope to i plan to i mean i'm i'm I love this stuff. Thing I is, mean, this is you're 31, 32. Yeah, it's like, guys, we got to be realistic here. I mean, we got another. 30, but things, things what I guess I was hunting. getting at earlier was I, with the kids, with the boys. I mean, if they're showing interest in hunting, yeah, which my oldest is right now. Um, he says he, he thought that this deer smelled funny last night, but <laughs> he just smells like a rutted up buck. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was right. But he's like, he sm- he stinks. I'm like, yeah, he stinks, but. He's he's been on me. He wants to go hunting really bad. Yeah. If these boys are showing interest and want to go hunting, 
I really want to start getting that spark fired up. He's, oh, absolutely. He's, he, you know, he's five, getting ready to turn six. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my oldest, and and I'm gonna start. You know, I'm gonna start entertaining. I get my wife back in hunting. You know, she's been pregnant for like ever. So, last ten years, have one, get her pregnant, have another one, get her pregnant. You know, well, just it's cool. Like you've done. I mean, you've hit a whitetail, the the peaks of whitetail hunting. Absolutely. But now you can give back. Yeah, get your boys going into it. Like, well, so it's feeding off of what you said. You know, you, you kill something that good, you just kind of want back off yeah. and just. I think, but, you know, I mean, I have one daughter, and, you know, she's got a long time before she wants to hunt, or maybe she just won't ever have an interest in it. That's fine, too. But, um, you know, I, I'm chasing that. And I don't even think, like, 200 is, like, a big, big bonus point for me. But I don't, I honestly don't ever see myself killing a 200. I just hope I can hit 170 better one day, and I'll be just absolutely. as excited as if I killed a 200. Honestly, I would. Um, and part of it's just locking down, like, this situation to put myself in to get that. And maybe I've had it and I just don't know or whatever. There's so many variables, but I think if I killed a 200, I would not jump off white tails, but I would chase my next big, like epitome type bow hunting goal. Like I think you'd see me dive super hard into some sort of elk or muley or something yeah. like that. Like, okay. Yeah. So this, so this basically we, we planned a trip, Austin and I, and uh, our good buddy, Cody, we're, we're planning on, uh, going on a moose hunt actually this next fall and we planned that like three years ago um yeah that was my it's like you're saying like mean that's the next step like i want to yeah. go i want to go moose hunting i want to kill my first muley yeah. like i want to i want to start branching out and doing different stuff right um uh going through this year and the way it went and then you know i'm i've got more tags in my pocket i'm gonna i'm gonna hunt hard i'm gonna put yeah. my time in because i've just been dying to get out there and hunt hard this was uh, i mean I'm going to call this deer, it was, I went in there with high hopes, mm-hmm. and, and, and very high hopes, knowing this deer was there the year before, I'm yeah. on his outer edge, like, there is a chance with this high pressure, and it's still being rut, that he's going to get just on the edge of his home turf, and he might just possibly just come up. strolling by. Slip and we just a little bit. We yeah. did get to learn a little bit about this deer after you killed him. Yep. Um, the neighbor had quite a bit of information on him. That obviously, with a deer this size, he's holding it pretty close to his chest. Right. Um, after Ross harvested the deer, he came over when we were taking pictures and gave us a lot of the history that he'd had with him and kind of what he thought his home range home range was that's a good neighbor right no there. kidding yeah He's great, he he dude. was really he that's, was we've all grown that's up what together everyone means right there he was on this deer really hard he said he was getting him every three or four days on his trail camera so night, he, night he, pictures. Really he was getting yeah. night pictures he, i think he told me like every other day every two days did he I mean, send he was, all those to you uh he's got them all we haven't it's been busy we'll, we'll, it's, he'll get them this busy. is by the t- for everyone listening this just happened yesterday last night, last night. so right. this is This is just over 24 hours from the kill this year, and we have them sitting on the studio table literally right now. So We've been busy. Yeah, so I get that. But I I hope that he will send those to you. Oh, he will, definitely. But but this is a a buddy I've grown up with, uh, we've grown up with, and he's a a killer, man. He he kills some really good deer, I mean big ones. He's wired the same way we are. He's not afraid to let huge four-year-old deer walk. He does it every year, and he's, I mean, he's hunting the same caliber deer that we are. That's sure. good. To, that's always awesome to hear, though. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if yeah. I shot this year, I don't know. Like Kurt said, he would be on to the next adventure or anything. If I shot this year, I don't. 
I don't, I don't think know. I would know what to do. I don't know what I would do either, but. Maybe I just, I don't know. And part of it is like, I don't actually know. It's like the unknown. I don't actually it's, know it's what my mind's It's a very unknown. I'd probably just be like, cool, I'm just going to try and kill mature deer. Because you can't, it's not realistic to kill a 200 No, you can't deer. try no, to, you can't try no. to top it. The but what you can do is just try to re, like for me, it's all about that encounter. Ha- yeah, like have, having yeah. another encounter with a big mature deer. It doesn't sure. have to be a 200. Right. But it'd be awesome if, I'm gonna if be, it happened. Right. For I'm sure. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So when I, I've been fortunate to kill some really big bucks um i love being on this podcast and talking about all the bucks that i've killed in the past but it does make me nervous uh talking about them anytime you kill a big buck like this you get so many haters and so many people pinching in on you or any of that like i I would i almost won't be like that one guy that just laid back in the weeds and didn't say the guy with like seven two hundred i'd rather not (laughs) have all the attention i mean i I appreciate it and i I, i'll high five everybody and, and thank you very much but i'd it's, it makes me nervous. I mean, I I get that. I'm just, oh, I know it makes you nervous because every time when you first started coming on the podcast, I was like, oh, yeah, Ross Bigger, you know, the guy with two on two two hundred inch deer. And he's I'm like, crawl in a hole. He's like, quit <laughs> saying that. Stop yeah, saying yeah. that. Stop I know. saying and, that. And just back it off. Maybe we, we need to stop doing it. But why, do, why don't you think working class bone or sells trail, or post trail cam pictures on our pages? Well, true. Yeah. Yeah. I've just. Once they're dead, we gotta wait. What you post those after he's laying on the ground? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ross, I got a question for you. Yeah, when you when you shot that first two hundred inch deer, did you ever think you'd shoot another one? No, absolutely not, man. It's it's I I thought you know what I mean. I think I was eighteen when I shot that one, but I thought with with the with the ground that I'm I'm hunting. I mean, there's there's a possibility, Um, but I shot a lot of deer. I shot a lot of really nice. Mi- it was always in the back of your mind you might shoot another. I mean, it was. It was in the. It's. I would like to sure. dream that it would sure. be possible, but I mean, you gotta you know, have, you know, gotta have that imagination, or you're, you yeah, it's, that's what like what I'm what talking about. Like this deer laying on the table. He's just you see something like that. You picture something like that walking through the woods in front of you, or hitting that trail that you think that you're dialed in on, and like, oh yeah, absolutely. he's gonna hit that scrape. He's gonna he could show up any time. That's why I'm sitting here all freaking day. Yeah, and hopefully something like that shows up and then he actually does it's just you get an out-of-body experience like is this happening holy shit yeah, that's what i was gonna deer. ask what's it like to see an actual two inch on the hoof just holy just doing gross. its thing that's nuts man. and then for you to grunt at it and to come back holy shit and then to call at him and, and yeah pulling my, well you're yeah. in you're he in was the, gone if i didn't have a grunt call in my pack he was gone he heard that bark he's like What's going on over there? <laughs> You're in the middle of the lockdown phase where a lot of these big deer are really yeah. tough to find. Yeah. So Ross is hunting middle of the lockdown phase at 2 o'clock in the afternoon with no more than a grainy picture of a decent mature deer. Yeah. And then this thing shows up. Like, that's, that's the magic of the run. And it, actually, yeah. that grainy picture we're talking about is this deer. You just can't tell because it's a shitty picture. Yeah. Yeah, I got like it on so far away. It looks, like, away. it looks like maybe one sixty. Yeah, I got him. I got it on low res. I mean, it's just a. Yeah, I'm not putting He's just on too far. Output. I mean, you got to save them batteries. But man. It also goes there. back to podcast a few podcasts ago. Trail cameras do they never tell the whole story? Nope, yeah. never. Okay. And, and and you know that's the thing. You might, especially during the rut, man. You go out there and you're hunting, and you you say, "Well, shit, I don't have much on camera this year." You go out there and the rut can do miracles like yeah you 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 might just all of a sudden a, a 175 just jumped off the neighbor's side that has has been a ghost this whole time yeah and rolls right past your stand and you're sitting there at two o'clock in the afternoon or or 115 or whatever that's why this time of year man with that you for me you watch that barometric pressure you watch that wind mm-hmm. and you focus in on what you pick your days on 
I'm calling in sick. I'm taking this day off. Like yeah. this is an all day sitter. Pack your lunch, sit your ass in that stand and wait. Like yeah. that's that right there is what I do. And I'm, I'm going to continue to do and pick and choose my days based yeah, on that. For sure. I mean, it's hard to argue with you, man, with a deer like this sitting on the studio table. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. It's an absolute stud. Super happy for you, man. It's, yeah, it's uh, a fucking monster. That's the type of deer to get you emotional, man. It gets me emotional, and I wasn't even the one that shot him. Like To walk up on a deer like this, I was like, man. Ross, my God, he just keeps growing. He's it's huge. Austin yeah. let his emotions out behind the camera. Dude, this he buck. He was just talking. and Yeah. Huge. Yeah, this buck is insane. To have he's a hundred and eighty eight inch typical frame deer with like thirteen inches of junk basically. Yeah. No, that's you, that gives you an idea of his frame. It's Huge. absolutely nuts, man. To just see this thing sitting here, it's uh everything you, you Dude, wish a white would you, be. It's like literally what you picture a monster. This this honestly if so if my but, wife came up and said, what's your dream whitetail? Yep. What is? Because well, she knows. I vent to her about like more than anybody. You know? Yeah. Yep. This, this frame right here. Is it? Mm-hmm. Framey. Framey. Framey, dude. Framey. Yeah, you either picture like that typical or just, you know, a junk, insane, non-typical. Like, but typical-wise, like, holy sh- Like, this yeah. is it. Big this beans. This is literally it. Spread. <laughs> I think we talked. I think we mass. talked big typical or, or uh, what our dream buck would look I mean, like. My way to Wyoming. Yeah, on our roadie. Yeah, mine's a typical. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's it right there. This that's is – this buck is off the charts, <laughs> dude. Like, it's, it's – uh, it's hard to even put words on it. It's fucking, fucking incredible. Pull, hold, pick that thing up, dude. Let's spin this thing around here. We're going to do a live video, I think, right after this podcast on our social. Talk about world-class typicals. Hey, you're dude, looking at one right there, boys. God damn. Yeah. Holy fuck. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It's, it it's, looks even crazier when you pick it up. It's right? It's like spinning around. That thing isn't nuts. We get all quiet. Dude, the threes on that sucker. How long is that right three? Uh, thir- 13, 12 to 13. I can't remember. The, between the threes, the big bladed up nasty threes and the beams, that's the my twos, favorite part the of the deer. The twos aren't far behind. Oh, man, it's beautiful. God, it's beautiful. That's a perfect deer, man. I got half a chub right now. Ross, real quick <laughs> before we close out, talk, <laughs> about, talk about what kind of mount you're going to do through Old Barn. God well, damn, I tell dude. you, man. So, sorry, I was putting that thing down. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, you shook the whole fucking table. Hey, trust me, nobody's down. upset. No, no one's <laughs> mad at all. Um. So yeah, I got over there, and I'll tell you what, man. Those You've guys never been are there so before. good. No, I hadn't been there before, but um, no, I'll tell you what. That was what a good, what an awesome place. Like they, they get are so dialed in. You take a deer there. You like we talked earlier. You're gonna get a. You can drop it off for processing. You can get the head uh, mounted up the way you want it. Um, but yeah, no kidding. We're sitting in. We just sitting in there talking to those guys, and and they're dreaming up all kinds of different angles i'm showing them where i want what i got to work with and you know let's let's do something here or there yeah but, um yeah they started throwing ideas at me it just i hadn't even thought about it. And they're they're talking about manufacturing like building different uh welding steel structures welding steel structures structures together and then making them part of the habitat and like hanging on the wall and it's it was so cool so what i'm some cabela shit going I, I on it's actually, gonna be epic yeah I, i'm probably I'm, I'm actually uh going for the full body so um i've got one full body in there in uh in my man cave now yeah your uh, other 200 bedded yeah that yeah that 207 uh showtime he's bedded uh, i'm gonna do something different with this one i don't care for the jumping buck as much as i do other poses yeah um 
what I'm thinking about is coming off of like the upper balcony loft area um, and not jumping the fence, but landing after jumping over the fence mm. uh, or walking downhill, like walking down in to uh, a ravine or something. Yeah, like it, which like would be like the dining room table or the or the uh, pool table or the couches or whatever, whichever. However, it lays out. I'd like to have him walking downhill, like he's coming into the. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So and make a statement. We gotta yeah. do a full on display of your uh, man cave too, so everyone gets this picture idea. Of yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna keep that place locked up like Fort Knox. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame you. Just put sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. Yeah, there and yeah. Or just stand there at full draw all day long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get in the lead. Just hold your hold your bow back. Just sleep up in the just, tra- just train the kids. The assassins. <laughs> I'll just move in there once my wife kicks me out, and you can just. I'll, me. I'll just move in there right now. I don't got nowhere to go. Yeah. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Steve could rent it off you. Oh yeah, yeah. We should we should talk that. Ain't out. nobody going around him. I'd hit him up. Be like yeah, four months back on rent, but he'd pay you. He just bring in girls like, hey, yeah, this is my place. This is my bucks. <laughs> yeah. Is that your house? Nah. Nah. Hitting, hitting up he, well, she's on grind. I rent that out to my buddy. Hitting up they's. Well, either way, I can tell you right now, I'm I'm, a, I'm super blessed, super happy. Just yeah, congratulations. It's Jesus. been, a, it's been a heck of a year, and I am I put a lot of hopes and you dreams into this season, man. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And yeah. to have it all come together, I feel like I've been patient and trying to do the right thing, get every, you know, get get the boys all we got them in school now and we're getting get this arm healed up and moved and remodeled and now i feel like i'm hitting the woods pretty hard this is the year to hit the woods hard uh felt i bet like, you feel like when you broke your arm you thought your season was over didn't you? i mean i yeah it ruined my i could have went to south dakota early and, and yeah but like bill kept telling me out there i mean the whole trip he just kept saying everything happens for a reason well yeah man. Mm-hmm. that's true uh we, true, we true. Just, hey Broken arms to three bucks and a two hundred incher to cap it off, man. It's uh, hey, I'm blessed to say that Illinois is kicking our ass with this deer sitting right here in front of us. I uh, like this angle right now that I got. Oof. I'm honored to say that. Well, the crazy part is the late season king. This is the first time you're going to miss out on late season. Yeah, I tell you what, that's that, that thing about it. What that's scares me? No, it doesn't scare. I'm, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm cool. Just not even running a trail camera the rest of the year. <laughs> like I'd rather just just come film ghost me. out and just. Yeah. Nope. I'll go film somebody else. I don't even want to know what's back there right so now. So I did. I moved cameras, and I'm not going back till shed season, boy. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, I'm ready to just just chill it out and and uh, go hunt. Well, actually, no, we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna shoot some does. Hey, doe palooza, coyote palooza, turkey palooza. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sounds good to Just me. Just a palooza. If there was a big buck thinking about coming around, he ain't gonna after we get done <laughs> doing and coyote and the, the trifecta well, palooza. Here's the thing. Doan, Doan within reason, coyoting hard for sure, and that's that leads to hopefully more bucks in the future. Absolutely, you know, big time. What to figure it out? Doe palooza needs to happen. Turkey or coyote palooza for sure needs to happen. Oh yeah, dude, coyote palooza would be fun. Mm-hmm. We should do that. What's Just the whole a, weekend? Uh, Are we doing shed palooza? Oh, yeah, we, we should could. do shed palooza. We should do that. Should. Honestly, get an army together and just it's a go lot of paloozas real fast, though. It's We're throwing a lot of paloozas out. <laughs> but paloozas are the palooza of paloozas. We're just looking up excuses to party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Palooza. Beer Palooza. Honey, I have to go. It's a Palooza. That yeah. was last weekend. No, this is a different one. This Babe, is different. you don't understand. It's a it's Palooza. Not, it's, it's not for the podcast. We shed hunt for about yeah. 36 minutes, then we start drinking. Yeah. That it, was Doe Palooza. This is Coyote Palooza, yeah, you goddamn bitch. It's for the podcast. I have 30 to 30 minutes do in, it. you yeah, find a shed. No. All right, let's go to the bar. You have yeah. no honor, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that on a, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. The, it's because you have no honor, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you want the podcast to fail or not? Jesus. Yeah. Do you, you don't even support me. <laughs> it's Palooza time. <laughs> you don't Palooza. support anything I do. Just go have Mom Palooza, the rest of, our, rest of the guys' wives. <laughs> Wine Palooza, Mom Palooza, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Anywho, there it is. That's us. That's us in a nutshell. Congrats, Ross. Congrats, Ross. That's a, just Congratulations. a giant. Thank you, guys. You're the man, Ross. I can't stop looking at it. Do you have any closers, buddy? Ah. I feel like I've dropped all my closers. I don't know, man. I uh, no, just super thankful. Um, everybody else out there, I hope your I hope your season goes good. You have lots of lots of season left. Do some late season hunting for me. I'm not doing it this year, so get out there and get get cold. Get get, get your heavy shit out. So it's it's gonna be good. You can pattern those bucks and get them shot late season. That'll be fun. Send me those snow pictures. There you go. Wear a working class bow hunter hat or something. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I ain't wearing one. Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, just enough. congrats, Ross, man. It's a buck of a lifetime. I know it's your third <laughs> one, but still it's I know I knew exactly when you said I dropped a fucking giant that it was a giant and congratulations, man. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, uh, thanks for letting me be a part of it, uh, to be there for the recovery on an animal like this. I've never never been able to walk up on something like that. He's, yeah, words can't really describe how big he is. He's just huge. Just to see him, like, yeah, walk up on him, man. Just, yeah, uh, we're awestruck. I mean, everybody just sitting here looking at him. He's just a magnificent yeah. animal. Um, yeah, I, I'm so happy for you, man. He's a toad. Thank you, buddy. Congrats, Ross, again, and... Uh, Good luck, everybody out there still trying to get it. Me and Eric are trying to hold up Iowa's side, and hopefully... Hustle, hustle. Hustle, hustle time. All that shit you guys talked for all those years, you know? Well, I'm going to still talk shit, but <laughs> right, <laughs> well, now, I, right now I can't. You know how boring it'd be if he didn't? Yeah, like, right. would we just accept defeat? Nah. <laughs> ain't it. Nah. Ain't accepting nothing. It's going to be like... Me and Eric are going to shoot one, two that are going to combine bigger than that one. Hey, <laughs> okay. do, do what I did. Um, no, dude, congrats, Ross. It's absolutely amazing. I, uh, you tried to get me to call in sick to work this morning and go with you to Old Barn, and I kind of wish I would have, but, um, I work for a corporation, so that sucks. Um, Plus it's hard, <laughs> it's hard calling in sick right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a tough go. Might I got be. a cough, but it'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It might be off for two weeks if you ain't careful. Yeah. No kidding. You got to be careful. I about had the that. shits. Yeah, it, it sucks to volunteer yourself for less than half pay, if you know what I mean. Yeah. A.K.A. going to work with COVID if I got it. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, <laughs> you, set the, you, you set this up for failure, you set not the rules. me. Yeah. Hey, listen, you're going to tell me, hey, if you got a headache and a cough, you have to let us know so we can pay you less than half your wage. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll be right on that one. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sneezing on everybody. <laughs> Well, anyway, congrats, Ross. Epic 2020. You're done. Dude, turkey Palooza, Cow Palooza, Doe Palooza. Shed Palooza. Shed Palooza. All sorts of Paloozas. Beer Palooza. Whiskey Palooza. <laughs> Garage Party Palooza. Yep. 
Yep. So a lot, a lot ahead here. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Congrats, Ross. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.